Really, it could have been everybody at last night. I was just feeling how. Is it readable, Ari? Let me see. Uh, you're right in the middle of that. You're right. Well, you're in the wrong place. Okay, you ready? Here's about Ari Eisenberg. Another year in I wrote it. Another year in the berry, a gutsy move for sure. Ari, look at your growth, it's paid off and so much more. The success you've had has lifted this crew. Much of the growth can be attributed to you. You have broad so- shoulders to carry a ton. If this year was a gamble, Mazel tov, Ari, you've won. Ari, I'll end this poem now with the final words on your year being, wow. Yeah. Ari the fish. 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 Why is he a fish? Because he said so. Okay, I'll read Shua Moskowitz's, even though he's not here. Last night I was just thinking about the Chevron. When I get emotional, so a weird thing I do is I, I turn to poetry. It beats crying, so that's what I do. Old habits of it. Shua, you're the youngest vet we ever had, but with your awesome success, Kiben Shivim can be said. With your steiging, you elevated this whole school, going, growing like crazy but remaining cool. Thank you, Shub, from the bottom of my heart. Our friendship is forever and will never depart. Okay, let's. Then I wrote a rap for Iron, but I can't rap right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rap, Needs a Rafael wanted quickly a little laws of Muxa, so I want to say, continue. To me, it's important that the guys know Hilcha Shabbos, so brief, you should study. I hope I whet your appetite so that on your own you study Hilcha Shabbos at length. But Hilcha Muxa. So, first, it's important to identify there are three in Hilcha Muxa, there are three 
items in front of you that I want to speak about this morning. There's a kli shemalachtoi leheter. It's a utensil whose normal point is heter, is mutter things. It's a kli whose point, the point of this utensil is for things that are perfectly mutter on Shabbos. An example of a kli shemalachtoi leheter would be a fork. A fork is a utensil whose job is to eat chicken with. So it's its purpose, a mutter, then you're allowed to eat chicken on Shabbos. So that's called a kli shemalachtoi leheter, is one item. A second item is a kli that's normal job is iser. Kli shemalachtoi leiser. An example of a utensil whose normal job is something you can't do on Shabbos, a hammer. It is us to build on Shabbos, the Malach, the Rais of Baina. A utensil whose normal purpose is Iser is called the Klisha Malach Iser. And then there's something which is not made to be used. It's called Muksa Machmas Gufa, Yarak. It has no use. It's on Muksa, is an Iser de Rabbanan. It's not an Isidaraisa. And the Yisait of Muks is something that's off your mind. A rack doesn't have, is not oimit to be used. Now, if you would set aside a rack before Shabbos for a certain use, let's say you have a doorstopper and you want it to stay open before Shabbos for weeks. There's a certain rack that you use to hold open the door. That rack is not muksa. We're talking about something that wasn't oimit to be used. That's called muksa machmas gufay. It's not oimit to be used for anything. It's just not meant to be used. Like a rack is the classic example of muksa machmas gufay. So we have three items. We have a klisha malachtoi leheter, an item whose use is mutter or fork. We have a klisha malachtoi leiser, is a hammer, is the classic example. And we have zmuksa machmas gufay. All three have different halachas of muksa. A klisha malachtoi leheter, you are not allowed to move for no purpose on Shabbos. On Shabbos, I cannot take a chair and just go. It's muksa. You can use it, you can, you can move it around for a purpose. You can't do it for no purpose. The standard question is, is, let's say when I learn, I like to go like this. Is that called a purpose? I believe yes. If you're shuffling and it helps you concentrate like this, so then it's a shtickle, it's a shtender as a... When you speak to a crowd, your hands become a big problem. You don't know where to put them. So you need something in front of you, a shtender, something, and then like you have what to do with your hands. It's a solution to the hands problem when you speak. So if you, yeah, you, you, it's, it's solving a purpose, so then you can move it. But you can't move something for no purpose. That's a... Good question. Good but it's a valid question. Yes, it's a Akiva asked that what is what is this case they asked her that you're moving for no purpose? A weird person just taking something and like putting it there. So Akiva is asking a deeper question. He's asking with me to say, Kalish, I hold that no purpose means no valid purpose. So if you're fidgeting, it's not allowed. Don't be nervous. The main place of fidget on Shabbos is what? Is forks and ice the spoon. And that you're allowed to. That's open that you're allowed to fidget with the spoons and forks. So don't get too nervous. But that's not luckily a good question. Rekiva, that's Kalisha Lach Leheter. That's not typically that relevant. Like Rekiva said, most of our movements are purposeful. What's much more relevant is a Kalisha Malach Leheter, a hammer. What is the rule of Kalisha Malach Leheter? This is the rule. You can move it for two purposes. If you need the hammer, if you need the hammer, let's say I need to scratch my back badly and I have nothing to scratch my back and the back of the hammer is king for that. It reaches far. And you want to scratch your back with the back of the hammer, you're allowed to on Shabbos. 
if you have nothing else to do, you could take a pen, even if you didn't set aside. There's a pen on the table. You could take the pen on Shabbos and go, if there's nothing else in the room, it's not a fancy pen. During the week, you would do that. A a pen is a a cheap pen. We're going to get to an expensive pen in a minute. A cheap pen is a it's a utensil, whose purpose is to write, which is us on Shabbos. A you can use on Shabbos for a purpose if there's nothing else available in the room. You don't have to go to the dining room. There's no fork in here. And I need a scratch. Scratch my back badly, you could take a pen from the table, mutter, and scratch your back. Then you put it down. Because a klishamalachtoy le iser, a kli, whose regular use is iser, can be used with tsayrich gufaif to use it. You could use it. You could also, if you need the space, let's say we're setting the tables, you take the pen and you put it elsewhere because you need the space. So now, when can't you move it? You can't move it if the pen is outside and it's about to rain. And you want to bring it inside, that's usr, because you're not using it. You're moving it for itself, that's usr. You can't do that, it's muksa. It cannot be moved for itself. So if it's in a place that's precarious, that it could break, you cannot move it to protect it. If you have your hammer outside and it's about to rain, you cannot bring the hammer inside, because you can't move it for itself. (laughs) What? It has what? That's a good question. That's a good question. If it's going to rain on Tefillin, you can bring it inside. Yes. Good point, Naim. What? No. No. You need Litzarech Gufa. You need to use it. You need to use it. If you have nothing else to scratch your back, that Davi asks a great question. Let's say when a guy learns, he needs something like that's just how he learns. Could he go on Shabbos like this? Valid question. I would not do that. And find something. That, there are other things around to fidget with. So fidget with. See, if there's something else there, you're not allowed to use the cliche block. Listen, there's nothing available in that room where you are, so then you could use the cliche block to listen. You thought of it? So this Shabbos, you could have the whole yeshiva like scratch. All of a sudden, we're all going to be at you. Okay, okay, let it out. Get it out of your system. Can you go like a Yeah, for, um, we'll discuss what a match is. It's a good question. Ravezi assumed the match is a klisha malachta It's meant to make a fire. And a guy has a, a tooth that he needs to be replaced. And he always is taking things, forks and the like, and get and cleaning out his teeth. So can he use a match? A klisha malachta l'isser? If he has nothing else in the room. If you have a fork, then use a fork. If you don't have another thing available, so then you could take the klisha malachta l'isser and use it to clean out your tooth. That's the shayla. Rebbe Kiva argues out of Ezi and says a match is not a klisha malachta l'isser. He says a match is muksamach masgufa. It's not made to be used. Rebbe Ezi counters back. No, it's a kli. That's it's it is oymed to be used. People strike matches. What? You two fight it out. Don't get me involved. Now. Really, one hundred. To my teeth, I always do it. My teeth to clean out my teeth. Sure, sure. sure. I use matches. I use everything. Anything I could find. I think I'm an average guy. So, so that's another Shiloh. What, what Akiva's bringing up is a fourth category. So far, we had three categories. Muksa Gufa. Could you take a rock to scratch your back? Chas v'sholem. 
is to the Rabbanon. Why? If it's not Kaili and it's not Oymit to be used, it's a stricter level of Muksa. Because a stricter level, it's Hoksamidai, because it's not on your mind. A hammer, you think about using on Shabbos for its mutter purposes. On Shabbos, let's say I want to, oh, the air conditioning doesn't work and I want to keep this door open. I could take a hammer to keep the door open. I cannot take a rock to keep the door open. A rock is Muksamachas Gufay. You cannot use it for any purpose. A hammer I do use for mutter purposes. I could take a hammer and hold open the door. So are there three categories? Let's say the three categories. Klisha Malach Le Heter. Klisha Malach Le Isser. And Muksamachmas Gufay. Muksamachmas Gufay are things that you don't use. They're not only to be used. They are not used. Twigs. Twigs, rocks. They're not used. They're not a keli at all. If you des- designated it before Shabbos, you could use it on Shabbos. But if it wasn't designated, you cannot take a rock and take it. Freddy, can you specifically go out of your way and find, take your hammer that's in the rain and go and scratch your back with it as you walk? Excellent. Harama is mutter. The Paiskim Eshmo's question, my hammer's in the rain and I'm bugging. So then I say, hey, I wait for somebody in my family to have a back scratch problem. I make sure there are no forks in the room. The Allah, you're allowed to do that. Trickery is mutter. What? Now, if a guy gets skeptical, come on, why does Allah work that way? Chazal are much smarter than you. What was the Chazal knew harama. It's called trickery. Trickery is mutter. Chazal knew people do harama. The reason for the law, if you understand the law, is harama doesn't negate what they were trying to do, Chazal. But that's a long conversation. Chazal were fully aware of the loopholes, not getting around the law. The law was made understanding the loopholes. Now the thing that didn't negate what Chazal were trying to do. If somebody wants to speak about it, we can talk about it. Now, the going a few more halachas. There's two more halachas that I want you to be aware of. So far we have three categories. We're going to have four and five. Category number four is a klisha malachta but... It's called Muksa Machmas Chesar and Kiss. Because of its great value, you don't use other things with it. Let's say a guy is a gorgeous pen. I advise every Bentaira should have his own pen and a nice one. Bentaira, you're writing stuff, you're underlying stuff. You go to Eretz Yisrael and you don't have a nice pen, a gorgeous pen, shame on you. Because a Bentaira should have his own gorgeous pen. He's always writing, underlying. He should be, come, come, with, come prepared. Come I'll, with your weapons. It's like a soldier who doesn't have a gun. You're like, it's like a hockey player without a stick. You know on the court when the stick breaks and it's a five on four? The guy looks always so nebuchy running around without a stick. Like It's like a little awkward. And he's like trying to play, but he has no stick. You're basically not a player. You have a nice pen. Now, if you have a gorgeous pen that you don't do other things with it, you are not allowed to scratch your back on Shabbos with it because you wouldn't use it for other things during the week. You could scratch your pen back with a pen because during the week I see a pen, my own pen, and I scratch my back. If it's the type of pen you wouldn't do other things, the typical example is the Moyle's knife. The Moyle's knife on Shabbos, you are not allowed to do other things. You can't cut a uh, peach with it because you would never use it for other things during the week. It's a higher category of muksa. It becomes muksa similar to muksa machmas gufay. So something very expensive. If you have an electronic device, it's crazy expensive. We said you're allowed, if you have a pen on your bed, you could take the pen and move it off your bed because you need the space. If you have a rock on your bed, you cannot pick up the rock and move it because Muksamachmas Gufay. Yes, you can move it total Manatsad, yes. But you cannot pick up the rock off your bed and move it. 
because muksamach masgufa is not a heter l'tzarich mekaymai. A klisha malachta l'isser is a heter l'tzarich mekaymai. If the klisha malachta l'isser is very expensive, it's a fancy CD player that during the week you would not use for any other purpose. On Shabbos, you cannot move it off your bed. What do I do if it's on my bed? So either you pick up the bed and it falls on the floor, you probably don't want to do it, it's going to break. You can put your foot in the bottom to break the fall, or you can move it with your elbows. Because you're allowed to move muksa, total and you can also do it with your elbows and carry it off. Yes. A new level of muksa. So that's muksa, muksa, sarin, kiss. It's a fourth level, but it's really part of Kli Shemalach Iser. There are two Kli Shemalach Isers. There's a Kli whose purpose is Iser, that you do use it for other things during the week, and that has a lot of leniencies. You have a Kli Shemalach Iser that you don't use during the week for anything else. It's just too special, too valuable. That is not Mutter L'Tzarek Gufa L'Tzarek Mekaymai. You're getting it down? You don't use it for other things. But correct. No, it's Next. A of it anyways, so. Next. Fifth category is called a buses. A buses is a base. <coughs> Let's say I have a tray where my where the leichter, where the, the candles go Friday night. You buy your wife a beautiful tray, and on the beautiful tray you put beautiful layers. And are you allowed to carry the tray... Off. Uh, let's say even even if the if the stuff falls off the leichter, even if the even if the two things fall off, are you allowed to carry the tray? The answer is the tray is muksa. The tray is muksa because it's called a buses, a base for muksa. Not just is muksa aser a base for muksa's aser. If you have a pen case and the pen is not in the pen case, the pen case is aser. Because it's a buses for a davra muksa. So not only is a davra muksa aser, its base is aser also. It's called a buses le davra aser. The base is aser also. What people popularly do on Shabbos Kodesh is they don't want the, leich, the, the, the tray to be on the table all Shabbos. So typically a lady will put her ring on the tray before Shabbos Kodesh. So when Shabbos comes, it's now a base for two things. It's a base for the candles and a base for her ring. If it's a buses for Davra Aser and Davra Mutter, so then, assuming the Davra Mutter is worth more, perhaps, so then it's not called a buses and it can be moved. It can be moved. No, it has to come into Shabbos. Once it's Moksa, it's Moksa. So many ladies, before they light, their nearest will put their ring on the on the the metal. This way it's no longer a busis ladavra usar because it's a base for Davra Mutter also. Why do you need to move? Then when the candle goes out, because they want to get it off the table to clear the table. They have a sheet on the table. They need to pick it up. Now at this point it's a bus ladavra usar ladavra mutter. What? Correct. Because then it's a bus ladavra us and it cannot be moved. People even who put the candles directly on the table are worried that coming into Shabbos, the table was a base just for muksa, and you can't move the table on Shabbos. So people will put food on Shabbos coming into Shabbos, they'll put a challah. Now you could say, one second, is challah more expensive than the thing? It's not so pasha, it could be on Shabbos, challah has more value than a candle that you can't use much for. So they'll put a challah on the table. And this way, coming into Shabbos, the table wasn't just a base for Mooks, it was a base for Heter, and thus it can be moved on Shabbos. That is a standard trick that is 100% what to do.
Okay, so just some laws, some laws, just that we should have an awareness for some Ilcha Shabbos. Okay, I didn't know you said this. Klarnafti? Shimi, 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 shiller. The Isser is but we'll say the more lenient opinion. If there's Muksa middle, of, there's, there's, a, there's a $10 bill in the middle of here, you're allowed to kick it to the side. You want to put it even in a safe place, even for the $10. Muksa is an Isser to move Muksa in the normal way with your hands. You can, according to the Mishabura, kick it. In B'nai Brak, they don't do this. The Chaznish has a Chumrah with this. But the way people follow the Mishabura, most apply, so you can kick it. What? You can kick your phone, correct. What you can kick it to a safe place if your phone is a, in, in an open place. If your film's in a compromised permission, position, it's on the floor, you can pick it up and put it off the floor and put it to a, safe, a good place. Yes. What? Wow, wow. So you told me, Ricky Vager, you told me a lot of rape. If you want to learn Elchus Moksa one day, we can learn. It's a good question. It's a good question. Valid question. Valid question. The short is you can put it where you want. But if you want to make it, depends what you're trying to do. If you try to make the tray movable, it has to be on the tray. Try to make the table move it to be on the table. Rebbe, if my spillin are on the table, am I Cannot be moved, no. Move it with your elbows. Rebbe, what if it's a valid question. Don't move the tefillin with your hands. Don't carry tefillin on Shabbos. So move it with your elbows. Like it's not a lack of covet. It's a covet Shabbos. Move the tefillin with your elbows and put it right the right place. Leave it upside down. Well, it's a big. It's a, it's 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 problematic. What tefillin are considered? Why, why don't we use them on Shabbos? Like, what is Shabbos is an ice. and an ice. We already have an ice. What? What if you have a fridge that has a tiny light in it? Like not not that it doesn't light through, but when you open the door, like a light goes on. Like says the door is open but it's like it doesn't make light but it, the light goes on you see you can't open the fridge can't open the fridge um, um, okay Let, let's learn Rabbi Say back to Avais very important Avais today this is an Avais Say the not a Hilcha Shabbos it's just there's a little Musa inherent in learning Hilcha Shabbos that the guy should know Hilcha Shabbos study it read books on it if the guys complete, turn to page 244 in the Avais. Let's learn Avais. And Be'ez Hashem will have other days because not really Hilcha Shabbos Seder. So let's learn Avais, page 244. Any questions, ask privately. Halacha, Mishni Yudalif. Let's see Mishni Yudalif. It's a trick, Akiva, because I don't know so much. This way I won't be asked. Mishni Yudalif. Ask David Schiller after. Mishni Yudalif. Chavra, let's see Mishnah Yud Aleph. Avtalyan, this is such a crucial Mishnah. Oh. Rabbi, say don't miss this one. If you miss, if you if you choose to miss a mish, to miss a Mishnah, don't make it this one, Chavra. Mishnah Yud Aleph. Gedal, you listen to this Mishnah. This Mishnah gets me fired up, Gedals. Akiva, this Mishnah fires me up. You look like you've been waiting for the warm for a long time. 
Isn't it good? Isn't it good? Isn't it good that it was so cold for a while that we appreciate this more? It's literally worth it. Well, we go, now we can say I yes. had feet problems. I had feet. <laughs> at a certain point in my career, I was having a lot of feet problems. And I don't want any more, but I am so thankful to Hashem. I played one game of volleyball yesterday. I, I literally appreciate my feet. I'm thankful to Hashem I had feet problems. Otherwise, I would take it for granted. It's so cool to have to jump and run. It's a machaya. And because I had feet problems, I appreciate it more. It was literally worth it. Hashem handed me ano. I got much more ano because of that pain than if I wouldn't have had that pain. I'd have no ano. After it's like, wow, it's a blast. There's a, the, all of us enjoy PLF now, the warm weather. I'm so thankful to Hashem. Every day that wasn't so warm was such a gift because it made me now appreciate. We're like, we're like fired up. We're like, Gedalia Snyder today was like in the candy. So looking at the pretty blooms, that tree in front of the dining room. <laughs> but just, just the beautiful weather. Just the beautiful weather. I want you to know with the prettiness of our campus, there are those amongst us that naturally appreciate it. They yep. see all the beauty. Most Bachram Nishiba don't give a hoot. It's not their thing. And I, don't, I don't like fooling. Saying, wow, I don't care. Nice. Okay. I want you to know, for the guy who doesn't care, it makes a big difference. When you're in a pretty environment, it's pressure to me that people behave better and happier. The brain is a complex place. Living. When you're surrounded by pretty, people think more positive. Yeah. So I don't say the beautiful campus for the guy who's like, for Gedalia Snyder, the artist amongst us who beauty like attracts. Yeah. That's of course yeah. Yeah. For the tough and Snyder. rough mechanic amongst us. For the physical guy, for that solo member amongst us, the physical doer, who maybe is not as subtle and intricate and enjoying. No, no, there's exceptions. But even for the guy who says, I don't care that it's pretty, it makes a huge difference that it's a beautiful campus. You know that, you know that guy, that secret. When you're in a pretty environment, when a wife, your wife makes the house look nice. So you say, yeah, good for her, she likes beautiful things, but most of the kids won't care. Well, she's right. A beautiful house, the guy who doesn't care, but you just seem to do better. Everything's so pretty around you. It settles you down. It's, it just does good things for you. That's the, a secret of it. The beautiful campus is not stam, okay? So for the guy who appreciates it, if you would, I guarantee, take the same group of people, put them in a beautiful surrounds, ugly, I guarantee crime would go down. <coughs> Midas Royce would go down. It's partial like that. He's surrounded by beauty. It has a big effect. Living. Hashem didn't make a gorgeous world only for the guy who's the artistic type and appreciates it. For the coarse person who doesn't appreciate it, it's still, it still affects him. You know that, David, right? You know what I'm saying? Very important point. But let's see this mission. Living come. in view of uh, water makes you happier and more creative. Yeah, for, sure, for sure, for sure. Menachem, you know these secrets. It's push it like that. Okay. Avtal Yenoimer, everybody Mishnah Yeralef, Maskim Naftali to that Chiddush. Avtal Yenoimer, Avtalian says, Chachamim, everybody hearken up, he's talking to you. Chachamim, wise people. Yes. Thank you. Chachamim, you wise people. His Haru B'divrechem. Please be careful with your words. I'm going to translate very literally. This Mishnah fires me up on par to any Mishnah in Avais. Listen to the literal translation and become smart. Chachamim, wise people. 
Hisharu b'devreichem. Be careful with your words. Shema, lest tachayvu chayvas galus. We might be obligated to go into exile. The siglu lemakay mayim haraim. And we might go into Gullus where there is bad waters lurking. And students who come after you will drink from the Mayim Aram, the bad waters. And they will die. And it turns out there'll be a Chilol Hashem. Cryptic. Mysterious Mishnah. Let me translate one more time and let your minds think. I'm not going to tell you Pshat right away. I want you to think. What in the world is Avtalian saying? Read it one more time. This is one of my favorite Mishnah in all of Avais. And the message here is so profound and powerful. Anybody in the world who wants to start a yeshiva, anybody in the world who wants to start a family must know this Mishnah. You want to have a family one day? Don't have a family till you know this Mishnah. I know it well. Let's read it again. Avtalyan Aimer, Avtalyan said, Chachamim, wise people, Hizharu b'divreichem, be careful with your words. Shema lest, Tachayvu chayvas galus, you'll be obligated to go into exile. V'siglu l'mokay ma'im arayim, maybe you'll go into exile in a place where there's bad waters. V'yishtuat talmidim abam achreichem, and the students that come after you will drink from it. V'yamus, when they will die. V'nim s'shem shemay m'schal, it'll be a terrible chil l'ashem. When you're teaching, you have to make sure that you're... Nafti said it all. Nafti, Nafti has the bomb kasha. What? <laughs> it's the biggest cash you could ever ask. What? No giving, giving answers. Whoa. Ow. Whoa. Whoa. I boys say, let's think about these words. If the guys, for a minute, a minute of silence, everybody can contemplate these words. What is, what is Avtalian saying to us? Akiva, you hear these words? You heard Avtalian's words? I want your holy eyes to see them. Could you please pass this? Mishni Yad Aleph. Please pass it to Akiva. What in the world is Avtalian saying? Avtalian Aimer, Mishni Yad Aleph. Chachamim is Haru B'divreichem. Wise people, be careful at your words. Shema Techoivu Chayvaz Golos. You might go into exile. V'sigul Umaka Maimaremim. Be exiled to a place of bad waters. And the students who come after you will drink from those waters via Musa and they will die. And that would be a terrible Chil Hashem. Of what? Of what? What is, he, what is Avtalian saying? Shmuel, what is Avtalian saying to us? Yeah, Rebbe's teaching, you should make sure that his words are true and his words like hit them correctly and they don't take it as like a, a negative way and spread it out and it should cause a Hashem. Michal. Probably the Iker thing in Chinuch. Gedalia, the Iker thing in Chinuch, Akiva. If somebody said, Kalish, give me the main rule in Chinuch. Something, that, give me the... 
I've said before, at every Chinuch rally in the world, people talk about Chinuch that everybody's unique. Chanoich l'nar al pidarkai. That's like... That every chinuch rally, everybody's different. A very important rule: Shloim Amelach, Chanoich Lenar, be mechanech the youth al pi in his own way, individualized education. People are different. No two in the intelligent words of Yaakov Kalish. Yaakov Kalish said, out. Yaakov Kalish said at the graduation. He said, everybody's here, right? He said, you're all at this graduation. He said, there are people from Baltimore, people from Brooklyn, people from Muncie, people from Lakewood. Four different locations. He said, if you were all handed the same directions, you all wouldn't be in the same place. You're only in the same place because you were handed different directions. Said Yaakov Kalish, look at the graduates of Yeshiva. They all look very alike. They're all steiging, crowing, going to Minyanim, learning. They're on fire. He said they all look alike because they were given different directions. He said well, if you give the same directions, they'll all look different. He said you got the same directions for this. <laughs> he said if you give people the same directions, the graduates all look very different. This one's fried, this one's a cowboy, this yeah. one's Puerto Rican. If you give them the same directions, you lose many. Because you give the same directions, only the people, if you give the directions from Lakewood to the graduation, only the people, Lakewood at the graduation, the Baltimore people end up in a, oh, I don't know where they end up, off the map and lost. But not at the graduation, because he gave the same directions. If you give people the same directions, they don't end up in the same place. So that's the typical message of Chinuch. Chinuch an important message of Chinuch. What I feel, Rabbi Isai, is equally important, maybe more, in Chinuch, is that Chinuch, your mind is on the long term. There's a lot you could do that the short term looks good. There's a lot of things you could pull. I asked the Rebbeim in Yeshiva not to use too much incentive here. Now, I like incentive when you're older. I'm pushing many guys to go to have centers where they use incentive. I want an inspired guy first. Because I want, I don't want a Rebbe to be cheap about reaching the heart of the person, connection, relationship, inspiration, knowledge, information. I don't want to exchange all of that for a cheap fix, a cheap, a cheap attempt to fake it till you make it. I want something real being, being given over. The side of Chinuch is your goal is the long term. Don't sell out the short term for the long term. I told the guys, I have a friend who's a very sincere guy. He's one of the most soft, sincere people I know in the world. One day I get a call from this friend. Listen to this myself. I get a call from my friend and he says, you know, Daniel, the English teachers used to tell us that the kids in public school behave better than you guys. You know, the, you know they had that secular studies teacher who knew, they knew our guilt, they knew our soft spot. So they get the yeshiva kids. When the teacher finds this out, they get excited. The teacher at some point learns this thing called Chil Lashem. They heard a rabbi speak about it. And they see the kids. They see the kids are very sensitive they see the guys are very sensitive to this Chil Hashem thing. So they, they, now they're going to play with the kids. They say, guys, 
my public school students behave better than you guys. That's like, that's a dagger to any sincere Jew, yeshiva kid. He's like, uh-oh. So my friend calls me up. Years later, he's a psychologist, a social worker, and he's working in the public school. He says, Daniel, remember they used to tell us the kids in public school behave better than us? Well, it's true. And he was very shaken. He said the kids behave better. We're the best people on the planet. What's going on here? That's what he asked me. Kasha. He was tremendously shaken. A yid, one of the most holy people I know in the world. He's a person close to Hashem. And he was very, he was shaken. So Gedalia, this is what I, I spoke it over with my wife. My wife teach, is, is a speech therapist. has been in the public for many years. And listen to this. I have gone, I have gone to the doctor's office in Waterbury. And an inner city mom and her son is there. My kids are fighting in the doctor's office, and Leroy, his nose is pressed against the wall. His mom, his, his mother's there. If Leroy, if you move, and Leroy, he misbehaved in a way. My kids, I was doing what Leroy misbehaved. I was missed, let alone my kids. He misbehaved, and now he's sitting in the doctor's office, his nose pressed against the wall. So I said, Kalish, look what, she's a grace So look at you, your kids are fighting, tumbling around, running after each other. And her Leroy, his nose is against was so well behaved. And if he moves, his mother says, Leroy, I'll break every bone in your body. So Leroy sits there. Now when you're 18, I ask you, who is more likely to jack your car? Leroy or my kid, Yehuda? I assure you the statistics do not favor, do not favor that kid, I assure you. I'm not a racist in the slightest. I do believe in Yiddin, and I do believe in Torah. And Rabbi said, the difference is, when I go to that doctor's office, I'm thinking about my kid at 60 years old, what they're going to be like. I'm thinking at 74. The goal of my education is not in the doctor's office, I should have an easy experience. <laughs> my goal is always the eye on the ball, the long term. She had an easier time in the doctor's office because Leroy didn't move. And I'm chasing my kids, breaking up a fight. But I won't sell out these five minutes for forever, for eternity. It all depends what your goal is. I explained to my friend, that teacher is rough and the kid knows if they do something. And it's true, they're better behaved. But they haven't become something and learned something and acquired something. The behavior is good. My goal is not the short term, the long term. In the words, in the words of Rev Huttner, the intelligent words of Rev Huttner, Rev Huttner said a school is not a showroom, it's a factory. A showroom meant, is meant to look all pretty. So people come, they say, whoa, so pretty. That's a showroom. A factory, something's being built there. It's not meant, you put on your hard hat, things are falling off the walls, there's building on, there's dirt all over the floor. He said a yeshiva is a factory, not a showroom. It's not meant to look pretty. It's a factory we're building here. Don't sell out the short term for the long term. You might short term have a matzah that all your kids are sitting perfectly at the Shabbos table. But two years later, none of them will have a Shabbos table. The goal is the long term. It doesn't mean to ignore the now. It means to be mechanich in a smart way now that smart things that will breed later on continuing observance. 
The Iker of Chinuch is gam kiyaz kiloyasmen of the long term. But this involves something else as well. When you mechanic people, understand they move on to all different challenges in life, all different circumstances in life. If you're mechanic bachram, as if they're only here now, they'll never mature, they'll never get older, they'll never see things, they'll never go through things. If you think in that way, but look, he's, he's doing well. But there wasn't process of finding, of discovering, of, of grabbing onto, of understanding. Says Avtalion, says Avtalion, his haru be very careful the words you say. Because you don't know where life will bring any of your students. We might have to go into exile and they'll go to a place of Mayim Arayim. They'll go to a place where all different waters, bitter waters are lurking. They're all different things they'll face and see. The Yishtua Talmidim and the Talmidim will drink it and die. If it wasn't thought out as a tomorrow, there's a history, there's a process. Ravezi once showed me, did you show me that letter of the younger man? Yeah. Ravezi showed me a letter of a guy who wrote a letter to his Rebbe that you pushed me not to go to college, not to get a job, and I am now sitting with young kids and I have no way of supporting them. What he's saying to the Rebbe is what you never thought... Doesn't say, it's a letter, it's an anonymous letter in a, in a paper, as he showed me. Every time. The Talmud is saying, Rebbe, you told me a lot of stuff, but you never factored I'm going to be different points, different, different places later in my life. Did you think about that? It's easy, sometimes, even with Bakram, I'm careful. I want guys not to be so into money. There's something called Redifa Samaman. Now, with youngsters, it's easy to rot, easy, not because guys aren't smart. But guys don't have all the experiences of life. So younger people, it's easier to sell money. Eh! And you just like rip money. And guys buy in. A youngster, who, which one of us needs money? We got a breakfast, lunch, supper, what, money? So it's easy. You get everybody riled up. Money's overrated. Money's nothing. Money's a joke. Then the guy is 29 and has a few kids and he's struggling to feed his family. Yeah, but money's a joke. I need it desperately. Now, I think money's overrated, but I say it knowing you're going to be 29 and you desperately need to feed your family. You always have to think future and think what's going to be and teach accordingly. That it has to stand up to time. It has to be the honest. It has to be honest. It has to be authentic. You can't speak to people fake. You can't because Shema Tuchaybu Chaybus Golas is Avtalian. People are going to be Chayyib Golas and they're going to go to places with Mayim Arayim. Is it going to withstand other temptations and other things they're going to be exposed to? I'll give another mushal. A Rebbe rips Goyim. Younger people have no Shaykhs to Goyim, so you slam Goyim. Goyim, and you go over and over about Goyim. One day the guy is working and he has a Goyish partner. It's very impressive. What happened? Rebbe was lying. Rebbe's lying is huge problem because then all the truth that so you say on that lie, okay, but all your truths are gone. Teach with the understanding people travel and people have experiences and people will see and people will explore and they'll come into contact with other things. His haru measure every word. 
Make sure it's true. Make sure it's accurate. Make sure it's lasting. Make sure it's enduring. His You could do a lot of things that right now everybody's whoa, they're passionate. Goyim, now he walks out. Goyim. Yeah, but later on he's going to meet a guy. You see, a guy has dreams. Goyim are nice. It's to teach the truth. Be careful with your words. If they'd be sitting here forever, okay, maybe even things that aren't precise, but they're here forever. The Rebbein who have a habit of saying extreme things, I don't do it because of this Mishnah. I have seen Rebbein rip going to work. Now they say it, they don't really hold going to work's bad, but in case it will get the wrong guy, you should stay in Avodah Sakodesh. So they'll say things they themselves don't hold, because they just, you know, they have some, if everybody would stay at that table forever in that room, so it wouldn't be the end of the world that you said something so extreme that you yourself don't hold them. The problem is, life moves on. People go places and travel and have experiences. Make sure your words ring ever true. I think to myself, Yosef HaTzadik sitting in Mitzrayim, and what saves him, he's alone, he's 17, I think every mechanic has to picture that, that the people, that your children are going to be Yosef HaTzadik. Every parent should picture your children as Yosef HaTzadik. What is going to happen when your kid's alone in Egypt? He's 17 years old, good looking, the desire of every girl in Mitzrayim. And he's alone in the country with no one to care, no one to see what he does, and he's tempted. What's he going to do? Make sure your words are so gripping and true and, and, and powerful that he goes there, it's going to matter. I want to say something. I want guys from here to go into Chinuch. We must develop a, a system of Chinuch that grabs our youth. Not protects them, not saves them, not make sure they don't do Of course you need Shemira. We must develop a system of Chinuch. We could tell, Torah is fascinating. Torah has so many ideals, so much understanding of human, of human nature. Torah is the most precious thing in the world, Torah. Every Mishnah, any Mishnah, has so much wisdom to offer. Any Allah is so wise, so profound, so much it says to a person. Any Allah, you can become dazzled by any Allah on the Torah. Is so is so intelligent. We discuss muksa. I can become from just from learning Yochus muksa. You're now intelligent, Nathan. Allah is a muksa. Muksa is so intelligent. Hashem, that the machlokes we why why the rabban and asked muksa. One possibility is Hashem doesn't want us to do malacha. And the rabban understood that if you're busy with hammers, you're going to end up building with a hammer. Nathan, there's so much human understanding to that. Very shallow people go near Averis, just don't do sin. Intelligent people avoid sin. Muxas, I, I become just from the understanding of Muxa, can't sign me into the religion that has Muxa, sign me in. Muxa is so profoundly intelligent. The message of Muxa goes so beyond Muxa. The message of Muxa is don't compromise. The goal is a guy struggles, looks at bad things with his phone. So he says, I don't want to give away my phone. I want to conquer finally, not to look at pornography. The smart guy who knows the laws of Moksa, before he goes to sleep, gives away his phone. Says to his roommate, take my phone. The goal is not to be strong and not look at it. Don't you understand Moksa? Chazal didn't say don't, don't build on Shabbos. 
They said, don't touch the hammer. What do you mean? The Torah just says, don't build. But Chazal understand that Hashem wants the human being to think. That if Hashem told me, don't build, the intelligent guy doesn't touch a hammer. Because you're too close to building right now. So he doesn't touch a hammer, except if he's using it for mutter purposes. But he has certain distances from a hammer that moves him steps away, steps of separation. The intelligent guy you hear is Moksa, is made wiser, is made wiser, and the next night he has his phone, he says to Zume, take my phone. Now, but I mean, I want to gra- I almost want to grapple with it, I want to be strong, I'm so weak, I can't not look at stuff. Better, better, Moksa, don't have the hammer and not build, give away the hammer. Tyre is all over the Tyre is such understanding, such depth, such beauty. Our Tyre is precious. Rabbi said we have to have people who could articulate Tyre to our youth. We have one. Be careful. Be careful with your words. Be careful doesn't just mean don't say bad things. Say good things. Hisharu. Be very. Your word is so important and powerful. Talmidim will travel. There's makom Rhyme, There's all different difficult circumstances they'll find themselves in. Chas v'shom. They should drink and die, and it's a chil Hashem. We must develop a system of chinuch that our words are measured and powerful and good and and can energize. We must develop. A masifta must be a place that the kids in the masifta are fired up by messages. We're saying, are we protected? Are we protected? Our kids are comatose and dead. Now, they're dead when they're in school, so okay, so they're protected. I can't say it's such a chil Hashem. If you have kids in school that are dead, but goody-goodies, but dead goody-goodies. But there's no chiyus to ruchnius. So right now, okay, so the kid's dead. He's not doing an aver. The problem is he's Yosef HaTzadik. He's going to be in Mitzrayim one day. What then? And he'll get there. He'll get there. The Shema here, maybe, is saying, maybe, maybe this will happen. And, or maybe that we know what's going to happen. Shema to choivu choivu's Do you think you're going to be in this room forever? And there's going to be places of mayim aroyim, of bad waters. Are you energizing them enough that they don't drink it? Are they excited? Do they have a demus diyukin? Do they have a picture of something that's precious and valuable? Yosef had learned with Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu gave him the Torah, gave him a special Torah to Yosef HaTzadik to protect him from the dangers of life. And when Yosef HaTzadik's alone in Egypt, he's on fire. When I walked into Shachos this morning, my heart started dancing. You see a room packed, packed. Come out every, almost every seat taken, packed. What's a guy here for? Why is a guy here? He was paid to be as an incentive. Maybe, maybe Rev. Ramsey did a program I'm unaware of. Maybe he raised some money and every guy is here. Did he get $10 for your Shachos? Maybe I don't know something. Maybe right Branson behind my back punishes guys. And push it. I don't know, maybe he gives Malchus. I don't know, behind the door. I always wonder what goes on behind the dorms. Maybe right Branson is giving Malchus every night. The guy misses davening. My understanding is there's no punitive thing going on. There's no punishment. And there's no reward. You know why guys came to Shachris? Because the guy decided, I want to talk to Hashem. Davening. So then the davening. They found something, they decided things, ideas. Your words and ideas are important and must be measured and thought out. 
Rabbi say, please amongst us, go into Chinuch some amongst us, develop an understanding of Torah, an appreciation of Torah, a clear excitement for Torah, for, for what Torah is telling us, and give it over in a clear way. Of course, there's something called protection. Of course, we have to protect our youth. But if we don't use our words to positively create a system, create ideas, and give over precious, valuable, relevant ideas, so then all the, all the Talmudim, our children, our youth, all our youth, it's very nice they're protecting us in your garden. I have parents who come here. And understandably, afraid to send their kids to whatever. A parent will say, I protected my kid his whole life. So I'm afraid to send him here. Kalis, you're more liberal. You take in a range of people. I'm afraid. And I understand that. That's valuable. But I say it's true you've protected. But have you, have you given over words? You've protected and locked up. But there's a point that he's no longer going to be under your... He's going to go to Mitzrayim. What's going to happen then? Have you inspired? Have you encouraged? Have you given over words? Is he carrying something, ideas that he's excited about? And if the answer is no, I can't think of anything more dangerous in the world. There's no shmir in the world. There's no shmir if the person hasn't been given ideas that they're excited about. We have to have in our high schools, it has to be worlds of people, the guys are excited. There are ideas circulating around the Masifta that kids are like fired up about. They heard ideas in Musr, ideas in Torah, the, the word Musr, ideas in Torah that have people buying in. Wow, you heard these ideas? That's what my Rebbe did for me. From young ages, I heard my Rebbe and I was like excited by the ideas he was saying. His idealism, the things he was telling me were like so relevant, so practical, so exciting. It was, it was just, I was interested in the ideas he was sharing. We must have that all over. I'm just a tape recorder from him. We must have that all over in our Masiftas. Be careful with your words. You're behaving and teaching and protecting in ways that look like you have no idea that people move on from you. You you don't realize people's journeys and where they go. If they'd stay in this room forever, okay, so then is it so important exactly what I say, how I say, that I say, if I say, the Sadi, they're sitting here forever, we'll guard them forever. It's not what happens. And they might go to Now it's possible, he says Shema, it's possible you could have that person who wasn't given over clear words. And still, they, you know, they didn't have Mayim Arayim. We don't know all the Cheshbayin Hashem. That's why it's only a Shema. It's possible not. But Shema, do you know, maybe this person will go to a place of Mayim Arayim. We has other opportunities. A Bachar once told me, a Bachar told me, maybe from the happiest things I ever heard in the yeshiva. A Bachar called me up and he said he was cleaning cars before Pesach. And he went to a place, Hashem Yerachim, and he had an Esayin. He had an Esayin. Shrek. I don't want to say, an Eish Esayin, a lady. Shrek Lechamaisa. And he said to me, the guy said to me, he was car cleaning, and he had an Esayin, a crazy, a, a lady who was a Bala, bala Saveir, a crazy story. And he said to me that he held down, he visualized the yeshiva. He said that when he thought about doing something, the yeshiva came to his mind and he ran out of the house, he ran away. Yosef at Sadiq Mamish. The guy said to me that the yeshiva picture came to his mind. Maisa Shaya said he visualized the yeshiva. And he ran out of the house. 
visualized it. He saw the yeshiva and he ran. He ran at us. That's what he saw. Maisa shaya kachaya in this yeshiva. That's how you have to teach Rabbi Yisai. That's how you have to teach your children. Of course, protect your kids. Make your house a safe place. No bad magazines in your house. I get the mail in my house because in the mail people send ridiculous things for, 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 for advertisements, for shoes and things that have princess. I get it and crumple it up and throw it so it doesn't enter my house. So, of course, you keep out of your house nonsense, all nonsense. Of course, of course, with tremendous vigilance, you keep bad things out of your house. But if that's your whole chinuch, you miss the boat. That's a minor piece, a minor piece. The main is, Shabbos has to be beautiful and precious. The messages of the home have to be special. I sometimes, I sometimes see it at bar mitzvah, father gets up. And he says, son, I have something important. He, he must, you know, he talks all formally. That's a joke. You, you don't get to speak to your kids at the bar mitzvah. You speak to them day and night, night and day. The bar mitzvah is very nice. Say something nice to the crowd. To your son, you spoke to day and night. You don't get a formal speech to your kids. To your kids day and night, be very careful your words, that they're precious, that they're precise, that they're true, that they're encouraging, that they're building, because you don't know where your son will be. And you want to make sure when he's near the Mayim Aroim, he has the strength and he has the, the, the belief and the truthfulness in him that pulsates inside him that when he sees Shekhar, he runs away. That's Isaac. But that has to be the nature of your Chinuch. We're Mechanech as if we don't know of these scenarios. Tremendous mistake. All the Chinuch of your children has to be with the knowledge that all these scenarios are real. All these possibilities. There's a lot of Mayim Arayim in all different places. And he's going to come in contact with the Mayim Arayim. What is he going to do? Measure your words as such that when they're in those situations, they're going to see the picture of what you've given over and run. Gedalia, you hear this Mishnah? Nafti, you hear this Mishnah? Yeah. Loud, Gedalia. I want everybody to hear your smart words. I can't let it just say loud. We the point is they're going to come into contact. All, there's all different forms of Mayim Arayim, of bad waters. The point is they're not going to be here forever. They might be in compromised situations. We don't know where they'll end up. Make sure your words reflect that you know they're going to end up in different places. If your words aren't measured, if your words aren't clear, if your words aren't impactful. I'm sorry? Hundred percent. Better be very clear things. Very clear what you want to say. Sure. I'm sorry. When you're no longer there, the point is that you're that you're not going to be in their presence. There's two points here. They're gullus and talmidim means you're not going to be there. You can't think. You have to teach, understand. You have to be mechanech your kids. Parents who are control freaks. Okay, I'm going to tell you a mice. I'm going to tell you a mice. This can't be taped, though. Okay.